Hello and welcome to Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Etner. Uh, just throwing up a quick episode here today to uh, make sure that we have something out there. Uh, but I got chicken nuggets cooking, so I'm not going to take too long. Uh, but just want to get something up there. Uh, next episode, I should be back with my lovely wife. Uh, we have had a request to watch a show called Love Life on HBO Max and review that on the show. So we are actually watching that right now. And when that is finished, we'll review that on the show. So thanks for suggesting Mark H. If you have a suggestion, something you would like us to watch and review on the show, please go to Unlicensed Entertainment on Facebook and send us a message. Uh, that could be a movie, TV show, even if it's something that you think that is not something I would like. I'll be willing to at least watch one episode of something and give my take on it. So I uh, appreciate you guys getting involved. Um, but let's uh, let's get to the entertainment today. Oh, yeah, please, if you can. Uh, go to iTunes and give us a positive rating on there. I don't think we have had one yet. I know I only have like three or four listeners, maybe more, but not. we're not going viral yet. But in order to get more listeners, the way to do that is if you guys left me some reviews. I'm doing my, I'll, I'll keep on trying to put out uh, semi-steady amount of videos and put out good content for you guys to enjoy. But I need you guys to help out with it too if you enjoy the show because it's hard to do the show if no one cares um so yeah let's just get right into the news uh so it's been kind of a a a crazy time in the news the last few weeks with with uh entertainment a lot of it stuff has to do with racism so the you know the biggest uh because of black lives matter and everything like that people are throwing up ways to deal with it that in the media not not the government not the big changes that, that people need with the Black Lives Matter thing, but they are doing some Hollywood is doing at least some symbolic or maybe past due changes to help the situation that has been brought to light in in that is current. So what one of the things that they're doing is they are pulling episodes of TV shows that had blackface. Now, I consider myself decently liberal, and I one hundred percent think that blackface is wrong. The only thing I don't get is that okay, so like Jimmy Kimmel has been on blast recently because of back in the day when he used to do the Man Show uh, years before he did his Jimmy Kimmel Live, he used to p- portray Carl Malone and Oprah Winfrey and maybe somebody else I can't remember. It's been a long time since I watched it, and he would portray them in blackface. He you know wear that wear that makeup for it, and so he got put on blast. For that, because people dug that up, and he apologized for it, and I think he really should have apologized for it. his his s- statement for what why he did it is because he took it as he wasn't doing like a portrayal of like a black person as a character. He was doing an impression that he had done for years on the radio, and he was doing it li- live action. He thought because it was a person and not just a stereotype that it was okay, and that he has been reg- thinking about this for a long time as the times have changed, and didn't want to address it because he gets attacked so much for his liberal beliefs that he didn't want to want people to use it against him. But I've been kind of thinking it's coming because we had Jimmy Fallon not too long ago get in trouble for his Chris Chris Rock uh, character that he did on SNL one time, impression they did on SNL one time. And it, it's been coming. That being said, I don't think he's a bad person, but I think that was a stupid move. But, and I agree, that one should, should, uh, that one should be addressed. The time I don't agree with it, though, is when... Okay, Jimmy Kimmel chose to put on blackface as an impression he himself was doing. Other shows, 
like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I don't remember the circumstances in 30 Rock. Uh, but other shows have had episodes where somebody has done blackface as well. Uh, but these were blackface in character. So, like, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is about a bunch of assholes who think they are always right and great, decent people. And one of the things that they did is they do a remake of Lethal Weapon. Well, they don't have anyone black in their group, so to be authentic to the character, they do blackface to beat Donald Glover or Danny Glover. Danny Glover. I get the Glovers mixed up. They're both D Glovers. And, you know, of course, in the episode... Other people realize it's wrong, but the person doing it doesn't. So I feel like in that case, in the in in fictional settings where fictional characters are making a stupid decision, I don't think that needs to get get taken away. Now I am one hundred percent aware I am a lone white guy in this opinion, and that maybe I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I am always listening willing to listen and hear an opinion that is not mine and give it full credence. I'm not I'm not one of those people that always thinks he's 100% right in situations like this where I don't have anything to relate. But that's my gut instinct is that maybe that's an overreaction. Because now they're pulling all these these episodes from streaming and no one can watch them. And I don't think that they were b- bad intentioned or even bad media because it wasn't showing blackface in a, in a positive light. It was showing idiots thinking it was okay to do blackface as their characters. So I don't know. I, I could, like I said, I, I could be wrong, but I, I think I don't think I am. Uh, something that I, that has been happening a lot. Also, man, a lot of news has happened. Happened. I when I decided to do this episode today, I realized I hadn't done one last week, and I didn't. Uh, and I didn't know if I'd gotten any news because I just kind of stockpile it. And then I looked at my news stuff, and I realized I had a lot of it, and it's pretty much all about race, or at least half of it's about race. So a big thing that that's also going on right now is that uh, voice actors who would voice black or other ethnic characters are now backing out of those, those roles. The guy who played, I think his name is Mike Henry, who played Cleveland on the Cleveland Brown show and Family Guy, has stepped down from the role. Simpsons has announced that they are going to no longer have anybody who's not the ethnicity play the ethnicity of the role. Missy from Big Mouth, played by Jenny Slate, who was, a, I think she's Jewish or Italian or something like that, uh, she is stepping down from that black character. And so a lot of people are doing that. And I actually think this is a good idea because it's always seemed a little bit weird to me. Like, I th- I think that uh, that Jenny Slate does a great job as Missy. I think that's a fantastic character. But when you're trying to get, like, the experience of a black person or you, like, you have, have a, a episode that's about specifically being that ethnicity, it's always weird to me. It was even more weird when you did Cleveland Brown show and a black person playing the lead because it is a show, it is, it is a black, show that is that is doing a, a parody of a black sitcom and about black experience it's all black 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 and yet you had a white guy playing the lead it just seemed very inauthentic and kind of like yeah you are taking that away from somebody else that should have had it the thing i'm wondering about these things is since these voices have gotten so iconic that they've been used for so long is are they going to have a black person doing an impersonation of a white guy's impersonation of a black person, or are they going to change the voices completely? Because that seems just unfair to black person. They have to do the impersonation of an impersonation, but then it kind of hurts with the, with the flow of the show. But then these are shows like big mouth and, and and family guy are shows that can just throw in a joke and get rid of it. So I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Um, let's see. Uh, Joel Schumacher died since I last 
uh, did this this show. Uh, Joel Schumacher is a director who did the Batman Forever movie and Batman and Robin, and he gets shit on a lot. But you know, he actually he he's done a few good things. He was an openly gay director. He 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 swung for the fences. You maybe didn't like those Batman movies. But man, did he try something. you got to respect someone who tries something. And he's actually made some good movies, too. Uh, my favorite of his was Flatliners, uh, which is uh, about people that kill themselves and try to stay dead as long as they as possibly can can, and, and to see there's life after death and then get brought back. So they're flatlining and then they get brought back by other... They're all doctors, or at least medical students trying to do this. And then they, when they get brought back, they bring something back with them. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I think he got shit on a little bit too much because he was too different and maybe he had a weird style, but I respect the fact that someone tried to do something instead of just being generic. And actually, if you go back now, uh, I, I rewatched the, all the Batman movies recently and I still don't like Batman forever, but Batman and Robin took the step of going so bad. I actually thought it was really fun when I rewatched it recently. So I actually say, go back, watch it, check it out. And see that it is actually pretty a pretty fun movie. As long as you don't take it too seriously. Just go for This Is Insanity and enjoy it. Uh, some uh, funny news. Oh, no, let's hold on. Before we go back on to non-racial stuff. Uh, so Splash Mountain has announced that they are going to be changing up the ride pretty soon. Uh, they, Which is, I think is great because Disneyland has, has del- uh, opening has been delayed. They are now going to uh, change Splash Mountain from a, a Song of the South, I think is what it was called, which is, if you don't know much about it, if you I've actually seen this movie. It is glorifying of the sl- of slavery, basically. It has a happy former slave telling stories to white kids. And then there's other like kind of racist stuff hidden in the cartoon parts of it. It's like a live-action cartoon. Uh, and it's really racist and well-known for being racist, and which is why it's so weird that Disney was aware that this is racist, so they they will not release the movie on any, any form of media for people to watch. But in like around 1980 something, they made Splash Mountain based on this on this movie that they won't let anyone watch. Well, they have decided that they're going to change this, and they're going to go full on. They went from racist to now they're actually going to do something kind of positive for the black community. Which is they're going to make a mo- uh, ride based off of the only movie with a black Disney princess, The Princess and the Frog. And I think this, one, this works perfectly because it takes place in Louisiana, in the swamps. So it's already got water as part of the ride, which is weird with, uh, if you know the story of Song of the South, there's no water in that in that, that movie. So why didn't they make a water ride out of this? This one actually fits with it. Uh I think it's going to be actually pretty cool. And if I can ever afford to go to Disneyland again, I definitely want to check that one out. Uh, let's see. I have a story here. I don't know what it is anymore. But Margot Robbie is going to star in a movie that I, for some reason, thought it was important enough to save the story. Oh, okay. Margot Robbie is going to star in the new reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Caribbean? I don't know. You decide. Uh, 
So female-led Pirates movie. It's a reboot. I'm not sure if it's going to be connected at all to the Jack Sparrow series or if they're going to do their own thing. Um, I love Margot Robbie. I thought the, the Jack Sparrow movies kind of told their story. Five, five movies. Uh, they really only needed three, but I actually thought the fifth one was actually pretty good. Um, I love the franchise, but I'm always if you want to put Margot Robbie in a in a movie, I'm I'm always happy to watch it. She rarely picks anything that doesn't look interesting. Uh, okay, so my last story, no, second to last, no, I'll save that other story for last. Okay, so I'm not gonna get too much into this right now, but right now I am playing uh, the Last of Us Part Two for PS4. It is a highly anticipated game for years. Because uh, uh, the the first one won a shit ton of awards for a video game. And so everyone's been waiting for the second one to come out. Now, I don't want to spoil anything. I will. I think after I beat the game, I'm only about halfway through with it right now. I will do a spoiler alert review of the, of the, of the game so people can know what my opinion of it. But right now, I just want to talk about a story. There is a, an actress that's part of the game, plays the character Abby. I'm not going to go into what she does. But people were very mad about something that this character does in the game. And so they have taken to go online and threatening her and threatening her children's lives over something a fictional character did in a video game. That's fucked up. Now, this game has been very polarizing for people. A lot of people are uh, upset that um, it's more female-driven. The One of the characters that was a young girl in the last one and is an adult lesbian now. And... And there's a few, like, people were gunning for it before it even came out. Um, They thought that now that she's an adult, she's not pretty enough. Some stuff like that. Bullshit like that doesn't really fucking matter. And so people were gunning for for that for a while. They weren't willing to give this a chance. And now when it came out, people are threatening someone's lives for something that they don't think works in this. There is so much shit going on in the world right now. We have protests going on every day for Black Lives Matter. We have police violence every day much uh we have a pandemic that no one's giving a shit about where people have taken the preventative measures to keep this in check as a political thing which it's fucking not it's just good doctor's advice um we have so much real shit for people to get pissed off about and yet we are wasting our anger on attacking someone for being an actress in a video game grow the fuck up people jesus christ okay sorry i i don't usually want to get serious, but that pissed me off. Because she seemed like a very happy person, but she's like, I don't usually post shit like stuff like this. I usually try to keep my Twitter a happy place, but this is wrong. And it is. Even if, even like, I'll, I'll admit, right now, so far, I'm halfway through the game. I'm loving it. Maybe not as much as the first one, but I'm loving it. But even if I didn't, and I thought this is the worst thing that's ever happened in video games, it's still just a video game. So grow up. All right, and to end end the news segment of this, I thought it'd be funny to turn my favorite story. So uh, soap operas, uh, I'm not sure if it's this current, they might be shut down again because everything's opening up and closing like crazy because no one's doing anything right. But some soap operas and other stuff have started filming again, and they, had, they found a fun way, a funny way really, to deal with sex scenes because you can't socially distance and you're doing a sex scene. So what they have done is they have purchased sex dolls both male and female, for people to use for uh, board during the sex scenes, like the show Behind the Head and stuff like that. So people are going full on out, having as graphic sex as they can on screen, 
with dolls. And I think that's awesome. I really wish I could see this. I want to see a romantic scene with a sex doll in, a, in being filmed because I think that's just hilarious. So yeah, good on you. That's I, not only is it funny, but it's also a very creative way to get around this problem. And because I've been wondering for a while, like sex is very important in a lot of movies and TV, and it's you, a lot of times it's character driven. So how were they going to do that? They found a creative way to get around it. I love it. Good on you. All right. So that's all the news for today. Like I said, this is going to be a very short episode. I didn't want to go too long. I just wanted to be able to get something out there for you guys. But I, I did want to talk about something that's been bugging me. So one of my favorite podcasts, uh, I'll just say it, Kevin and Bean Show, has ended recently. So uh, what I've been doing is I've been looking for new things to listen to. And this is something that's bugged me every time they go on hiatus. I have this problem because I would like uh, I look for something to listen to while they're on a hiatus. And the, my biggest problem is, like, I like listening to comedy podcasts. I don't want anything too preachy, like I just was with the Naughty Dog Last of Us story. I want to laugh the majority of the time. So I look to the comedy section of iTunes for a podcast to listen to. And I am so fucking sick of most comedians' podcasts because they are so lazy. They don't put any effort into it. They don't look up stories or do segments or anything like that. What they do is they have another guest on and they talk to them. What's your process with comedy? What the, how do you get into this? Stuff like that. Stuff that we've heard on every other podcast. It's not interesting. It's usually not even funny because comedians get, believe it or not, are not funny in their normal lives. Last time they're depressing people. So when you hear them just do interviews, it's boring. Like the best concept I was able to find was for a Toe for Grace podcast called Minor Adventure, Minor Adventures, which is where uh, he has a guest on and they do some they do an activity like do a lie detector test or telemarketing, competitive telemarketing stuff like that. It is a great concept. Unfortunately, Toe for Grace is so incredibly dull. But I give him props for at least trying to do something. By this, I was only listening to. I was only able. Sorry, I talked too fast. I was only able to listen for a little while before I got so bored of his bland personality. But good on him for at least trying something. Uh, the best po- comedy podcast I've been able to find to listen to is How Did This Get Made, which is. A, but this works only if you're like me that I love movies. What they do is it's uh, three comedians: Paul Shear, Jason Sudeikis. And, um, oh my God, June Diane Raphael, who's my favorite on the show. Uh, and what they do is they take a horrible movie and then they go like, how did they watch it? And then they review it and go like, how the fuck did this get made? And it's really funny. And it's about the only uh, comedy podcast that I've been able to find to listen to that's consistently interesting and trying something besides just, hey, we had this person on today. Oh, how'd you get into comedy? I don't care. I don't care. All right. So, yeah, that's the show for this week. I know I told you it's, it's short. But hopefully it's sweet. And I will be back hopefully in two weeks with my lovely wife, Tasha. And hopefully we'll be done with Love Life and we will review that for you on the show. So thank you for listening. This has been Unlicensed Entertainment. <laughs>